starting a, a, a series more than we dream. We've studied discovering, uh, finding facets of God's grace. And we come to a series. I probably have uh, at least three sermons worth of material for this point. Yeah. 
because Mordecai saved his life. Later, he was a story he remembers. Oh, yes, he needs to go to the funeral and he honors him with a special way. Now, we consider judgment. Why? Because the church, even though Mordecai had saved his life, really didn't have to do anything for him. But because he had, you know, we're a little bit world in the spiritual world. We often talk about grace and sense that it's somehow God's response to how well we did. You know, if I will be you now, if I go to church now, if I did enough, if I Whatever, and I, then God's going to bless me. God's going to help me. God's going to honor me. If I just pray loud enough, if I quote that Bible scripture from Thomas's one on praying, if I somehow I get his attention and go, oh, God is good to me. I think I'll be good to me. That was pretty sarcastic, okay? Because that's not the good Bible. The message did not come until Jesus came. And here's, 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 here's the key. If you, come, if you can look at it in Romans chapter 5. While we were still God's people, He said, Do not have to give grace to sinners. He would be better too. And enemies don't really have approval because they're rebelling against him, but instead, somehow, his grace is favored by miracles. We don't deserve it, we can't earn it, and we'll never be able to pay him back. That's what that means. And yet he is. To us his favor, his blessing. And Jesus says to you, you're part of his family. Now that's what's so amazing about it. We have a tendency to kind of compare ourselves. Well, at least I'm not as bad as such and such. Face to us not because we deserve it, not because we can earn it, but because we can be patient with it. But because we have grace. That's what we need to be talking about. There's so many facets and sides to this. Uh, 
theologians break this stuff all down. And, you know, I was just being honest with you. I'm, I'm leaving the breakdown of theologians down, and I'm not going to tell you anything about what they say. But I'm going to say it. I'm going to tell you the truth. This morning we're going to start and begin John chapter 1. We're going to read the first 13 verses. John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. Let's stop right there and get this quick excellent what that means. We were created to live in a relationship with God. And when you are not in a relationship with Him, you are dying. Just as surely as putting a plastic bag over your head and holding it tight would not be a healthy choice. Open class of prayer. And 
something that he did very often. And he's kind of surprised for all of his students. But the story went like this. Oh, great and powerful God, you might possibly be out there with me. Fortunately, I was like, oh, because I would have been the guy who was going, my father! If you're not sure if you're there, I'm sure he's done all kinds for you. But that's the way you approach life, like, God might be possibly out there somewhere. Before time began, God's plan for you to be his child, and he won't stop inviting you into inviting you home. He will not stop inviting you into his family. He will not stop calling you home. Before he did anything else, he thought, I want a relationship.
told them that parents could only pass on to their children and their grandchildren and their great grandchildren what they had. You know, it's wonderful. I leave this world. I could lose my children, lose my children a couple million dollars. I certainly appreciate that. Here's the problem. I think I did something at all. If I try to go to the bank and get a loan for $6 million, like, you know, no one else is going to die sometime soon, that's not going to work. That's your collateral. This is all that I'm expecting to do this month. You can't give your kids something you don't have. So guess what happened when you pass on to the kids? A broken relationship with God, because that's all they know. They, their kids passed it on to their kids, and our kids, right on down to us. Our parents gave us what they had. This is what they got from their parents. Every single one of us was born separated from God. We're born sinners. We're all dependent by choice. Because we're separated from him. We were born separated from him. We made choices that keep separate, keep that separation there. And how is his grace work in our lives? The first thing I want to know how to understand is his grace is dynamic and it's full of give and take. It's uh it's gift that God's working in our lives and empowers us. So we think the gift is used to offer him to give us. Well, we continue to rebel and refuse to receive the gift that he still offers to us. When we're floating around, not having any idea that he's there, he introduces himself to us right after the next time that we raise him. Get ahead of myself. As we say yes to God, the more we do it, the more we say yes to Him, as He brings us closer to Him, it becomes easier and easier to say yes. On the flip side, the more we say no to Him, the harder it becomes to say yes. You know, I need people who seem to be really, 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 really hard in terms of their reaction to the gospel. Because they say no a lot of times. Even though it's hard to say yes, 
you still try. You still fight. You still talk. It's crazy. You guys working in the lives of some men. It's true. We're getting paid in every flow. Some days we're, 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 we, we, we say yes more than we, we know. Other days we say no. And we're, and we're right up in the world.
we want. That's what we want. That's his goal. Those who are not religious are kind of odd for others. Some people they 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 have the idea that grace is something God says. This offers only good for the next 10 minutes. And then they receive it and tap out. And every day that leaves. As long as I go, we think on the e-commerce where I'm at, it's 98% wild. Okay? If you get nothing else from my spark on commercial, that's a good one right there. Most of it's a lot. He made his decision to create a long time ago. That's true. Decision to have a relationship like that before he created everything. That's true. But his grace, his invitation, his happiness on his shoulder, did he kind of get on his desire to introduce himself to us and draw us to himself and into his family? That is constant and consistent. It is something that God does. His grace is happening now. Right now, He's talking to you. Right now, for those of us in this room who came up to Him and said, It's not a person you will meet this afternoon. We just meet that God is not right now working on your relationship. My friends, this has to tell me today as promised that Jesus gave you through his presence about the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit comes here to testify about me. And you will testify about me too. I'm holding on to that every time you bring that stand up. Every time you stand up and speak. Because I believe God's already been talking somewhere about what He has to do this afternoon. I'm not introducing new ideas. Love with somebody, and your words and your actions—they're not breaking new ground. You're just following what the Holy Spirit is doing. What He always did. He's always inviting everyone to follow. God looked at the offer. His grace is happening right now. Are you following this path? 
I think it's so easy to so much part of our culture, so much of our thinking, to feel like we're left on our own, to our own devices to work things out, but we're not. God has not left us to our own devices. He has given us grace. Out of His own free and free choice, He is working in our lives. He goes before us. He makes the way. He removes obstacles that we didn't even know were there. He invites us to follow Him home. Doing that in the life of every single person you will ever meet. Some are saying yes. Some are saying no, 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 no. That's true. Some are going. And we know they do. But are they free work? First one. The louder they get, the closer they are. You know, there's people who think in two basic churches and conversion to others. And I the most of the Thank you. 
Jesus is in my life. See, God is drawing me to Himself. Thank you for waking me up to the need to be healed. To live pastor, greater than all of joy, all of your worship about